live from the Sportique Studios, where the only time I flash the leather is when it's over 80 degrees and my ball sack sticks to my thigh. You're in the South Stand. Yeah. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, Ow. podcaster, musician, and number one seam head at BSNDenver.com, Drew Creaseman. Yeah. And your John hey. Hey. Yeah. yeah. It's so nice, we did it twice. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's South Stands Live. We're that's, back. That should be our motto. So nice we did it twice. So nice we did it twice. It's usually what we have to do because something always happens that... We have to re-record the first part because we can't figure out how to plug everything in. Certainly my mar- motto in marriage. <laughs> exactly. Twice in, twice in 30 years. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. It's good to be back. Uh, we uh, Last time you were with us, we did the uh, video show with Brandon Perna. He's not here tonight, and uh, his camera died, so that's why we only had half of that. And, uh, so and I'm we, convinced it was your ugly mug that killed it, the camera. It, it probably was. And he's uh, he's getting that fixed, and we're going to get back on that soon, hopefully. So uh, I think maybe next time we'll have a back with the video show. But but for now, it is baseball season, and we are uh, we're we're glad to have with us Drew, and he's going to talk a little baseball with us. Um, it's uh, it's good to have you, Drew. It's your first time here. I'm trying to yeah. figure out what I had already said, so I, I should just say it again. Just say it again. They didn't hear it. Yeah, so. it's true. And uh, I, it's, it's great to have you here. And um, I, I just want to know that how you guys are, are defending the, uh, the, 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 the pomp and circumstance, the Rockies being great, and now they get beat by the Padres two out of three games. Um, is, it, is, is all hell breaking loose? Should we be worried? What's going on? Yeah, well, you know, crap series, but you got to be still a little impressed with a team that can win, you know, six, have a six and four record while not having any base hits to their name. For crying out loud, the offense has been terrible. You've got yourself a Rockies team that I swear to God this is true is winning games based on the power of their starting pitching and their the bullpen, their really? lockdown yeah, bullpen crazy. that leads the major leagues in strikeouts for a wait, bullpen. Wait, what? 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 Well, yeah, yeah. I, I said their bullpen leads the major leagues is what <laughs> I said in, again. in a couple of categories. You've got your uh, MLB leading saves guy and Greg Holland, the new guy who we were uh, you know first to report on at BSN Denver. A lot of people were saying. No, he's never going to come to the Rockies. You know why would that guy choose the Colorado Rockies? Uh, and, and maybe it's because he thought they were a closer away from contention. I think that's what a lot of people kind of around the organization thought. And then the offense disappears, and you go, "Well, they got the closer. What happened in the rest well, of the ball club?" Certainly, it's certainly keeping them afloat because those guys are those guys have been lights out. Like uh, Adam Ottavino last night looked fantastic, oh. looked really good. So, um, is it? Do they trade one thing and 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 have to you know make up the difference on the other? Like what? Why do these guys all of a sudden you know just not uh, hit? And Nolan like hit his first home run of the year, probably that first. I think it was the first. Uh, no, it was an opening day. Anyway, what I'm saying is they they seem to they get good in one area and then the other area seems to not be good. Why does that happen with the Rocks? Uh, you know, I think that just kind of happens with baseball teams. It's it's tough that it's happening 
I don't think we've ever seen the Colorado Rockies offense all at once go to sleep like they did, you know, in this series against the Padres. They scored six runs over a three-game series mm. at Coors Field against the San Diego Padres team who's trotting out Jared Cozart and, and Jared Weaver. Guy, just guys named Jared, apparently, is all, is all they've <laughs> Jared got. Jared from Subway was yeah, up Jared, oh, they, they, they threw out Jared that, from Subway. Cool. And Weaver's throwing 84-mile-an-hour fastballs, so you would think at some point they could get some runs out there. But they, you know, I think some of that's a little bit random. You got to expect guys like Charlie Blackman, Carlos Gonzalez, DJ LeMayhew. These guys are going to hit. There's more concern about Trevor Story and whether or not he's experiencing a legitimate sophomore slump. But this team's going to hit. This team's going to score runs. The worry now is that they're not that that once they start scoring runs, the part of the team that's been good, the bullpen, the starting pitching has been okay, but that that's going to really go in the tank, and then they're not going to be winning those games either. Well, that's that's that what the naysayers would say, and uh, and it's and I and I see you know it's so funny that you know you watch. People freak out about it, and I mean, like I saw people like today, even, and I was like, I was like, yeah, they should probably beat the Padres, but you know, that's just how shit goes, and and people were like, oh, that's it, that's how it's going to be all year, and I was like, watch them go to San Francisco and smoke those guys, and all right. of a sudden they're going because the 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 team is good. And that's what I think people need to realize is it's they've got a good team. All those guys are good hitters. The starting pitching, like you said, yeah, it's okay. They've got some good guys. They got some. They got some shaky guys. But the bullpen is very good. We've seen it. We've seen it perform. So it's only a matter of time before they can kind of if they can put it all together, they'll cruise. Um, it's just funny to see how people react to it. They have that same thing, like same old Rockies, man, and they get bummed out. And it's like you know. Can you just enjoy it for once? Can I think as a fan base, though, John, we're so beaten down. Yeah, like it's rough, are, man. But the last you... couple seasons of the, of the Avalanche and have been rough. Last couple seasons of the Nuggets been rough. Well, hold and on, it's, we're just kind of well, tired of being thumped on. I, I understand we that, but you, you're, you're equating the other teams to to your woes, and that's fine. Bron- Broncos didn't make the playoffs. Oh, that sucked. And they're they're gonna they're gonna suck. From they're here not good. Out. They're not going we're to. Gonna for a long about, time. We're gonna talk about that later. Um, long but time. but. You can't. You have to. You have to take the Rockies out of that equation and say, "Okay, look at what they've done. Look at what they've put together." Um, yes, of course, you're going to have the same Rockies moments that that you that you've enjoyed all along. But if you follow the team and you and you like watching them, even if they're even if they suck, I always say this: there's always something interesting about. It. There's always something interesting going on. There's always a story. Drew, as a writer, you've got to find something interesting about them. So I I look at it as like. If they, I'm always going to pay attention to them, even if they suck, even if they're horrible. But if they're good and they and they can they can keep it going, it's going to be that much better. Yeah. Well, you know, there's one that's easy. The Colorado Rockies have a third baseman who is stupidly, mind-bogglingly, just just like frustratingly good. Yeah. And I could write a Nolan Arenado story every single day. He does something in every game that's amazing. That's like, oh, I've never seen that before. I watch a lot of baseball, a whole lot of baseball. And, and I've had guys who are 20, 30-year veterans of the league tell me that's the best defensive third baseman I've ever seen. And I watched Brooks Robinson play every single day that guy's the man so you know it's not like those horrible you know years with the pirates where they went 20 years without making the postseason and in addition to that who was there to cheer for after post Barry Bonds after Barry Bonds left the pirates you know who was there to cheer for for those years in Kansas City or in Baltimore so the Rockies do have that but you know I I I think to your point fans are tired of that being you know 
it for the Rockies. That being the party line from the Monforts. Like, hey, don't we have some fun superstars? Wasn't Dante Todd Helton get a horse? Isn't Dante Bichette's hair cool? You know, I I think fans are over that. I think they demand some quality baseball. (laughs) Too low. I remember oh, him, man, uh, and he was and he was great for this baseball team for a while. He really was, and he deserves oh, credit yeah. for that. Did you see this kid? But <laughs> on the on the Instagram this morning, or, yeah, on, the, Taz. or on the Twitter, Taz. yeah, awesome. Taz Tulowitzki's already got a better baseball swing than I do. I still miss this guy, and this is a true story. I dropped my daughter off at school. Um, and I and I told her, you know, listen, I'm sorry that uh, that only your brother gets to go to opening day. Um, I'd love to be able to take both of you, but you know, it's really expensive. And uh, she goes, and besides, I've been angry at that team ever since they traded too low. Oh, she's <laughs> bitter. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yep. But, but but back to John's question. You know, it really is about the fickle nature of baseball. This time a year ago, we were saying too low who because Trevor Story was hitting was seven crushing. home runs in seven games. Yep. You know, uh, we're 10 games into the season. 11 days ago. Every question I got was, is the bullpen really better? This bullpen, I still don't know. I don't know about this bullpen. Are we sure about the bullpen? Now, no one's concerned about the damn bullpen. Not No one's got a question about them. It's the rest of the ball club. Yeah, it's it's I it's probably it's one of those things, and every fan base can probably uh, consider themselves cursed in some way. But it seems like that. It's like, oh, they finally got this worked out, yeah. and now these guys these guys go silent. They're not going to stay quiet for long. They're gonna, they're they're they've got great hitters, Blackman, Arenado, all those guys are fantastic. They'll get it together. I just um I just love that. I think I think it's the, here's the thing. We're, we're from Denver. We're we're we want excellence. We're not Cleveland Browns fans, okay? So we're not just resigning ourselves. Anyone who's just like, oh, same old Rockies, it's like, no, nah, this is different. This is this is there's been some changes. They're ma- they're 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 doing something different. They're uh, they're they're gaining some ground. And so, they have a manager who's yes. managed a professional baseball True, team yeah. before. Yes. Yeah. And here's a question I was going to pose to you on that uh, that note there. If uh, Bud Black is not the manager. Are they six and four, or are they four and six at this point in time? Because they've won uh, three or four very close games where he did an excellent job. Managing well, today them. today was a perfect example. It seemed like a almost like a Walt Weiss game because it was like, oh, these guys just aren't doing anything, and the, and the, and they give up four runs in the first inning, and there's just nothing you can do. So I don't know. I, I'm sure that's going to translate. But Drew, you've watched it. Has has Bud Black made? some difference i think so you know i i think one of the weird things we saw walt weiss do a couple of times like last year and you mentioned today's game it did get out of hand a little bit early but then the guys who came in to pitch it was like jordan lyles threw a couple innings scott oberg you know last year walt weiss would have found a reason to oh i don't know so and so maybe if greg holland hadn't pitched in a couple of games he'd have got him into the game just for some reason and then the next day they would need a save and then on day three he wouldn't be available because he had to pitch in a meaningless game a couple of days ago that that's good managing absolutely i honestly think and we talked about this a little bit and there are gonna be some people that can't believe i'm saying this i think the best move that bud black has made so far this year is when he went out in the gray versus kershaw game it was a 1-1 game and the hometown fans were for some reason starting to lose interest in what was the best game so far Mm -hmm. this year for the rockies 
started doing the wave. <laughs> the energy was getting away. You could see it affecting John Gray. Bud Black went out, had a mound visit, learned that Gray was a little tired or losing focus. Whatever he learned from him took him out of the game. They ended up getting the run that they needed. The bullpen, as we talked about, did the job that they needed to do. And after that, the crowd was silent for the bullpen guy that came in. I think Bud Black sensed the energy in the building, said, this isn't good for this guy in this big game. I'm going to take the fans out of it. I thought it was a wow, great Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't think of it that way. I guess a high school coach wouldn't think of that think to do that either so perhaps uh, not it's 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 pretty nice I, I i like what they're doing i just think it's you know it's obviously early and uh you know for people to be pissing and moaning and i used to be like that trust me i used i used to be a, a pisser and moaner colin still is kind of he kind of still is a little bit <laughs> but uh I, you know it's just i i look at it as like hey this is this is my team i talked to some guy at some website thing and i just said you know what? This is this is my team. This is now. This is my tradition. You know, this is this is our tradition. We we go to Coors Field. We we root for the Rockies, and I just that's that's my thing now. So if they're you know if they they suck whatever, I still enjoy baseball. So I'm going to watch my team. So there's not much you can take away from that. And I just see people getting all upset already. And I just think, look, if they if they shit the bed you know uh through through the month of may into june yeah you go ahead and go ahead and get upset but right now enjoy it hopefully it'll keep it'll keep going it's a it's it's something it's something fun to watch yeah i'm i'm way into it and more on bud black and this is kind of a a personal thing but uh mm. as uh, you guys are aware i'm a, I'm a recent new season ticket holder can't stop talking about i know it. That's I'm, all I'm, we hear about i'm official I've, I've i'm official i've got the rockies town uh card in my yep, wallet yep. It's, it's quite fantastic uh my season tickets the uh the row right in front of me are bud black's tickets oh. so uh so i've been uh Hanging out with his family, really? uh, we, and he, you know, his family in San Diego that's flying out. They're the nicest folks from San Diego, dressed head to toe in Rockies gear. Wow, they, yeah, they're into it. Has security like come up to you and said, uh, "Sir, please leave uh, Mr. Black's family alone." They have not. <laughs> they yet. haven't done that yet? yet. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's it's awesome, man. Well, it's a I, good vibe. I, I, we're we're getting ready to hit the first break. I I, I did want to say um, that I don't know if you guys know I sit on the club level. I don't know if you guys oh, know. Hey, really? Yeah. Really, I hadn't. Yeah, it's, uh, up, it's heard. up there. It's look at like, look at big money. Over I can here. I can I can <laughs> see the press box, Drew. So I I will wave to you next time I'm there. Um, I try to wave to those guys. Wave I some tell wave some roast beef. At yeah, him. some roast beef. But no, but what they did is they they it'll be cheaper than what they've got in the press box. That's that's right. They took the they took the green chili bar and they moved it closer to oh, where it's I get closer the hot dog. Yeah, before it was down farther. Okay, so what they've got is they've got they got Mark Schlereth. big tub of Schlereth. Yeah. They got a big tub of like kind of like a red chili like a con carne and then they've got jalapenos they got cheese they got onions they got everything right there so what you do is this is this is just the really the best thing you get your rocky dog right and they go hey you want all the crap on it and you're like no 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 please please no they give you that (laughs) naked rocky naked rocky dog get a cup of fries go over to that green chili bar put some green chili on that dog jalapenos um maybe some onions right then you take that cup of fries dump some cheese on it Pour the green chili over it, dude. Get yourself a fork. Wow. Now you're talking, dude. It is it is fantastic. They they do a fantastic job over there at Coors Field. It's really good stuff. So it's, it's a nice place. It is a nice uh, place. We can and we are committed to mm. another thirty years Absolutely. of Coors Field. So God bless it. <laughs> That's good. So let's take a quick break and we'll uh, get into the second quarter or the second inning. Hey, talking hey, baseball. Hey, hey. Right From now. Maine to San Diego. 
Sportique is where scooters come from, and new models are arriving every day. Models like the new SYM Cabo 50. This thing's awesome. You got to check it out. Automatic transmission, really easy to ride. Park it at a bike rack. No motorcycle endorsement required. And guess what? No license plates. That's right. No license plates. Check out SportiqueScooters.com, their big superstore at 160 South Broadway. Sportique, where scooters come from. On opening day, were the Rockies rewarded for investing in upgrades at key positions like ladies' room hair holder and party deck vomit tech? Did 104.3 The Fan go live from Lodo all day to talk nonstop Broncos in the shadow of Coors Field? Is Kobe Bryant now Colorado's darling compared to Tony fucking Romo? (laughs) Is Vance Joseph's offensive juice the last thing the Broncos need more of? Will the media stop referring to him as VJ when they realize it sounds like Vag? (laughs) After Russell Westbrook was finished seducing Nuggets fans on Sunday, did he hang around and bang their fucking wives, too? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStayInsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Does she talk? Does she come complete? So Jake Isles died yesterday. You know, you know this? No uh, way. Yeah. Jake Isles yeah. died yesterday. Yeah. Snowflakes. Did you hear that? Yeah. I must have listened to this song a thousand fucking times. It's on an dirty magazine. There's my Homer Angel in the pages in between. My blood runs cold. Just been so my angel is centerfold. Angel is centerfold. Yeah. So, 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 what sure. this, this is basically him discovering a girl he knows in from a high school. In a yeah, his high school is yeah. in a porn mag. No, in a porn mag, yeah. She's a centerfold. So, it's a classy porn mag because the, the <laughs> right. shitty ones don't have centerfolds. They True, can't yeah, afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, regular, like, regular pages are enough, right. Yeah. Like, like barely legal, no centerfold. But what a jam that was. What a great song. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was awesome. I had the 45, I just spun it. Are you going to let it? Are you gonna let it breathe until nah 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 nah? Or is that at the very end of the song? Yeah, it's at the very end. I think it's the very end. I can let it chill. Let it, let it hang in the background. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, he's like seventy-one. I mean, that's still yeah, you know, it's it's a full life. It's total garbage. It's I mean, life. this is garbage music. It's, no way, man. Okay. This is awesome. No, they were like <laughs> they were like a legitimately good yeah, band. Yeah. I mean, they were like a, a hey, yeah a band. yeah. They had some good songs. Yeah, I'm not saying there's anything there wrong with garbage music. Yeah, this is good stuff. What about freeze frame? You don't like freeze frame? Freeze frame is cool. Yeah. Love, I love freeze frame. Oh, good stuff, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but it's goofy. It's like it's kind of like golden earring kind of. This is like nineteen. This is like nineteen eighty one, isn't it? Like it's yeah, yeah, early eighty two maybe. Early eighties yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's just the spirit of the times, Colin. Come on, you know. Um, Drew, you're a musician. Come on, what do you think of centerfold? Yeah, no, I'm into it. I'm into all the Jake Al stuff. <laughs> there you go. No, you know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, to some degree, you gotta take it in its time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous. Like, come on, no. But they did. <laughs> but they, they are like one of those bands. I, I always feel weird about that because it's like I, I totally get bands that are want to be like want to run away from their one hit single that's yeah. usually like the dumbest song they ever wrote, like My it's Sharona. A, exactly. Yeah. It's like those guys had 
other great shit. But like, no, we're known for this one song. On the other hand, that one song like bought your house and it's like the reason your wife is so I beautiful. want to hold your or, hand. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the Beatles wrote a thousand amazing songs, but people know like the four that are nonsense. The Doors are another example of that. Yeah. Like, hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Is yeah. the shittiest <laughs> piece terrible. of crap they ever did. But their nine minute long song that's like a reenactment of Oedipus Rex. Like, no one wants <laughs> to end, listen baby. to that. Well, you know, the well, end. Well, I do. I love yeah, the, the end. The Indians is, dying yeah, on Don's good. Highway. Breathing, yeah, right? The, kill, the killer crowd. awoke before dawn. He put <laughs> his, his boots, boots on. on. That's what I'm it's talking like, about. Wow, fucking hey, that's not gonna buy you a house. <laughs> oh, uh, it's man, good stuff. it's good stuff. Um, so how's how's BSN treating you? You're the, you're the man over there now. Are you mostly doing the Twitter account, or is um is uh, old Jake doing some of that too? You know, I let the Chapalicious on there every Chap- once in a while, but you, you got to be careful with that. You know, that's that's got to be a four to one, three to one kind of I ratio. Got you, I got you, you know yeah, I mean? so. yeah. Now I'll tell you what i can look over in the press box it's kind of hard to see who's all over there i can find i can find jake shapiro yeah because it, it looks like a little child a little bit. exactly <laughs> teeny tiny. it's either vic lombardi or, or it's, jake it's shapiro one, it's one of those two so i tell people he's 21 years old and people go no he looks 19 18 he, tops <laughs> he does he does for sure hey he's a good writer what do i care oh, he is he's very yeah, good what yeah do I he, care? he knows his shit he knows his stuff um so uh, you know I, I'm curious about I'm curious about the the fan reaction um, when when you're when you're sifting through the um, through the, the the BSN Rockies account. Um, do you get? I, I, I'm sure the Purple Row guys get just the same amount, but do you get a lot of people? You gotta you gotta uh, kind of talk down off the ledge. You fight with people. I mean, you don't you don't fight with people, but are people? freaking out on you do you have to like kind of like hey buddy chill out a little bit no we cultivate a much more sophisticated audience there john I no of, okay. no of course i mean everybody feels that because ultimately you know sports are about that it's one of the things i think it, it, there's this push pull because the hardcore fans the people who live and die with this stuff can be insufferable absolutely can be absolutely insufferable at the same time if they weren't there like i don't have a job and sure you know carlos gonzalez isn't making 20 million dollars this year if people aren't buying his jersey and and, and paying for tickets and buying eight dollar beers at the ballpark these are the people who are listening to the they're park. nine now bro i don't know where yeah, you've been. yeah eight eight dollars that's a steal <laughs> but uh yeah so you do you get those people who are saying things today like send Kyle Freeland down he's terrible <laughs> and I, I want to be like you know he's 24 and this is his second start ever ever, ever in the history of, of his major league career like he'll be okay he well, had a really good first one and we were talking earlier he had a bad first inning today and the rest of it was was all right he gave up some later but well John you asked you about how uh, it's been over at BSN, and, and uh, I, what I am curious about, having watched BSN literally from the root of Brandon's initial ideas on through now, what do the other media people treat you guys like? Like, is oh, BSN taken hmm. seriously in the press box, or are they like, oh my god, you work with who, Brandon Spano? <laughs> uh, well, you know, there was somebody, Ryan Spielborgs asked me when I first was down there, when I when I made the switch over from Purple Row, he asked me what BSN stood for, and I'd only you know, been with the company a couple of weeks, I had no Broad idea. spectrum <laughs> news. That's right. See, now I know the answer to that question. That's not the real uh, answer. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, but but 
No, you know what? Uh, Thomas Harding at MLB.com, Patrick Saunders at the Denver Post, Nick Groke, those guys have all been fantastic. And I think it helps that, you know, Brandon has given me the resources to be there every day. So I think for the first couple of weeks, maybe there was a little bit, you know. Who, What's up with the blogger? Yeah. You know, Brandon, I think, made a smart call, made me shave the beard down a little bit mm. before I went back in. There was a new look. I was I was a little more professionaled up. But I, I you know, the, the rest of the media, they've been great. I I really can't speak highly enough of those guys. And I think the biggest thing in our corner for that has been I'm down there every day. I've missed one home game this year, and Jake was there that day. Uh, And we had another person down there, a photographer that day. BSN is always in the house. And for baseball guys who play 162 a year, the players, the manager, the the other media and the PR people, they respect you when you're there all the time. And that's one of the things I'm very proud to say that we do. AJ AJ Hayfley has been, goes to all the Avs games and he's always there. And they were covering the Varlamov trial and doing all this stuff. And the guy from the post was, you know, kind of like, oh, I'm not, you know, the, the, those bloggers aren't there all the time. And he's like, no, actually, I am. I'm there all the time. So that's true. You guys are. They cover. They cover everything. They're always. They're always there. It's like, it's great because if you're given an opportunity, people take. It, they say, hey, we're going to seize this and go for it. Instead of you hear like, oh, f- fucking Drew Soicher hasn't been down to Dove Valley in seven years. You know, and it's kind of like, it's good that. People are hungry. They want to be there. They want to cover it. They want that. They want that to be their job, and that's cool. I think that's what works out for you. Guys. Well, and I think one of the greatest tributes I've seen to BSN Denver is are these other networks that are cropping up where where somebody goes, "Oh my God, if Brandon Spano can do this, we can do this." <laughs> and now all of a sudden, there's you know Mile High Sports, whatever Rocky Mountain, whatever, and yeah. it's like you know. Uh, you guys are poser BSN, and everybody can tell. That's, but, you know that's, that's nice. what that's, you're doing. That's nice. That's a comp. That's a high compliment, really. I mean, yeah, for, totally for them. So. It's always nice to be an inspiration, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but but hey, I, I will say it was pretty crazy being down there on opening day this year. And there's all the you know all these media guys from. I won't call anyone out, but local TV guys, we'll uh-huh, say. Yeah. A lot of guys we know we're not going to see much over the rest of the course of the season unless sure. Ichiro hits his 3,000th hit again. Uh, then they'll all be up, up your ass. Uh, right, you know, right. But they're all talking to me. The players are looking at me. The other media are looking at me going, who the hell are these Who, who are these guys? You know, when Those are all, the opening day guys. Yeah, those are the opening day guys. And they know <laughs> on day two and day three and day four, five, six and day 78 and day 87, I'm going to be there. So, uh, you know, I think that's the thing that we've got going for us at BSN. Now, Brian Kilpatrick can't uh, be there every day because doesn't he live in Utah? Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, I can't throw some shade at Brian. <laughs> I, I, I love the Purple Row guys. They know I love them. I hope they know I love them. But uh, they seem yeah. you guys seem to get along. Everyone seems to get along. And I mean, it's kind of like, granted, you're you're competing for people to read Rocky's stuff, but most of those people will read both. I, was gonna say, yeah. I hope everyone's yeah. reading both. I, I would hope. I, I think we, you know, we would almost work great as as kind of like brother sister sites, or I, I won't say who's who uh, <laughs> in that relationship. But pitcher catcher pitcher sites, <laughs> the, the the battery. I, I think they do a, a fantastic job. Uh, I, if not for Purple Row, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I worked for three years with Brian and those guys, and and I think they do a fantastic job. I think they've got a voice to fill. It's been complicated complicated trying to separate ourselves by saying we are not fan bloggers and there is a difference there and we don't want that to be a put down 
there is absolutely a great place for fan blogging sure. and 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 even for that to be in the press box. So I'm never going to look at those guys sideways for being there. I think they've earned their spot. But I do think it's all right for us to stand up and say, here's what we're trying to do. We hold ourselves to these standards, the same standards that the Denver Post holds themselves to. Absolutely. And I and I think that you're going to get um you're going to get those those Denver not I say Denver Post guys, but I'm not saying like Nick Groke's doing this, but some of the old school guys, they still have that, you know, like oh, cough cough Terry Fry. You got out of your get out of your mom's basement and come down here and it's just like Dude, the world's changed, and yeah. if you don't realize that, then you're going to get left behind real quick. And I think they 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 realize they're getting left behind, and I just think this is how it goes now. So, but you're right though. So when like Jake Shapiro goes down there wearing a suit and he's he he's looking like a teen, but he's looking sharp. Right. He's still very professional and does a really good job. And I think people notice that and respect that. So I think that's uh, good stuff. What's that? Why his name is escaping me right now? The guy that they moved the post moved from the Rockies beat to the Broncos beat. Are you talking about uh, Troy Rank? Troy Rank, yeah. I, I sure miss. I sure miss having yeah. him. He's back a little baseball. bit. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's well. He's, he's doing do the, more because he's doing TV, so he's doing a little bit of both. They, and they moved Cosminder over to the Broncos stuff. But yeah, you know, the one thing I will say on that is we're the only people who are down there every single day who aren't associated with either the Denver Post, who they do a great job. But if they're not giving you everything you want, you know, the Denver Post is there. But we're not associated with the team. Everybody else, it's like, I love Thomas Harding. I mean, like, as a human being, I love Thomas Harding. Um, but He's MLB.com. He's MLB.com. He's ColoradoRockies.com. Then you've got the Root guys. It's right there in the name. Those guys, I get so much info from Ryan Spielborgs and Corey Sullivan and, and just learning about the game of baseball. But we're the only ones who are down there on a daily basis who aren't a part of that apparatus who can say whatever we want to say but are also still held to the same standards of professionalism it's you know we can't get away with just being a fan on on twitter and spouting off at the mouth because i gotta go down why did you look at you look right at me when you said that you you know i gotta go down there and and face those guys after every single game and they know i'm gonna be there so if i'm gonna make a critique if i'm gonna say i don't think jordan lyles belongs on this roster and i don't think jordan lyles belongs on this roster i need to be sure that i mean that because so I second, see Jordan second. Lyles wait, every wait, day. Wait, 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 when, <laughs> oh, no. when the Rockies are down six runs with three to go, he's the perfect pitcher, right? Yeah, <laughs> actually, he is. Yes, yeah, okay. he 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 kind of is. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's take a break. We get into the second half already, or the seventh inning, the seventh inning stretch. We'll call it. Hey! Hey! We're changing this up a little bit. Uh, good stuff. I have some more thoughts. I want to ask some more questions uh, to Drew about that when we come back. But we got uh, we got some Broncos to cover. Um, I know Colin's very upset about Tony Romo, so we got oh, we got to get his we got to get his thoughts on that. So let's take a quick break. Be right back. Tomorrow. I don't know 
do it. Why not? Hey, when you're on South Broadway visiting Sportique Scooters at 160 South, don't forget to stop at Ellsworth and Broadway and visit Mutiny Information Cafe. What's Mutiny Information Cafe? What's it not? We're talking a coffee shop. It's a comic book store. It's a used record store. It's one of Denver's best used bookstores. It's all kinds of stuff. You got cool t-shirts. Buy the Make Denver Cheap Again tea. That's my favorite. Uh, absolutely something for everyone. A great place to hunt for a gift or just kill a few hours. They don't even care if you buy anything. It's well, I weird. Think, I think they care. I mean, they'd rather you do, but it's just totally, totally emo, total hippie joint. You're going to love it. Stop at Ellsworth and Broadway, Mutiny Information Cafe, and hey, while you're there, please tell them the South Stand sent you. Bye! Yeah, baby! Edmonton Oilers are beating the San Jose Sharks in oh! their first uh, game of the, uh, the NHL playoffs, and uh, I am now an Oilers fan, and uh, that's my team now. So, oh, you adopted yeah. them. I have a I have an Oilers jersey that I got at a thrift store years ago. Nobody, so that's all the criteria you need. That's needed. it. That's all I need. What about just, the Blackhawks? Uh, no, because they've got they, one of their best guys is like a rapist. Oh, and so, so you don't like Blackhawks anymore? I don't. I don't. I do not. Um, no, uh, you know what? Just like the Cubs, the uh, the black the Blackhawks have um, have ruined it for me with their fans coming. They've to ruined many. <laughs> yes, many yeah. of the Blackhawks have ruined it. Um, you know, and that's the thing. So uh, it, I hear this from everybody. Um, I don't know if Scott feels the same way because he's a lifelong Cubs fan. But um, hey, he, how dare you? How dare you? Uh, you know, people. Everyone's going like, "Well, I'm not going to go to those Cubs games at uh, at Coors Field this year because the fans." already obnoxious are going to be even more obnoxious because they won the World Series. Maybe they'll be less obnoxious. No, that's impossible. Speaking of of obnoxious, I I want to ask you guys about this. What do you think of the new purple? I'm wearing the new purple Is mine the new purple? Yours is not. Mine's the old purple. Yours is the old purple. We've got a new purple versus old purple rivalry. This was like $10. I got it. That's probably why. I don't think it's it's either purple, actually. um, This is the new... and You know, I'm not crazy about it, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I think I like it's, it. It, it's a little vibrant, I think. It, it is. Mine's a little taste. darker. Yeah, mine's when, a little darker. Now, what I, I do like about this particular cap, and from what I've observed, this is how they are, this is how the players' caps look as well. They increase the size of the of the Colorado Rockies logo. It is nice. So it's a little bit bolder, a little bit larger, but well, the, the purple the, itself is a little I'm telling a little you, man, for I'm me. I'm telling you, walk into that, that, that team store, and there's all sorts of cool hats, and it's like awesome, and I just think I like, buy a cap on opening day every well, you know, it's like, why can't you get into it? Go I, spend I just, 40 bucks. Yeah, Fuck why it. not? I know? like how the uh, CR is bigger, so the bloods know as when you're walking up the street. <laughs> here, here they come. 
<laughs> it's, it's not bad. I like it. It looks good. Um, we, I love that Cristiano Ronaldo re- wears the hat just yeah, yeah. because it has a CR. Oh, like, he doesn't that's even why care. he wears it's it, It's so right? fantastic. Like, yeah, I thought... I, why would you not? I thought they said like he knew somebody on the team, and then I, now that you say it, it's like his initials. There was so. probably... I would hope he has some kind of relationship with Carlos Gonzalez, yeah. but, you know, what, what do I know? I'll ask him. I'll ask Cargo about that. Ask him about it, you know? I think it was, uh, it's, it was cool. I remember seeing that, but now I think... Oh, he's just wearing it because his initials. So it'd yeah. be like someone, something having uh, my initials on. I'd wear it in a second. Like well, I, I decided on opening day, if I owned a team, I would change the gradient of the color of the uniforms. Just one <laughs> tick every year. Just one on the scale of purple. Just go down one so that everybody had to buy new shit every fucking season. I think that's important, and I know they they you know they they do things differently a little bit every year. They change things up. They always have a different spring training kind of logo, things like that. This year it was the same, except it had an Arizona flag on the side, which that, it looked like it looked like Arizona. crap. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I did. I told you I went down there. To, yeah, to, I saw pictures. Salt, salt Lake You've fields. done some really fun shit lately. I've done some. Well, yeah, you really have. Yeah. So have Spring you. training's the best. Come on, how was that for you? It that was, edit, I yeah. love it. it. Oh, really I cool. love it down there, man. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, it's because, fucking heaven on earth. Yeah, because it was like what was it like? It was late March. It was like the last. It was like the last game there with all the the, the big guys playing. Yeah, and um, it was great. It's a beautiful stadium. Um, it's the you know, food is fantastic. The, food, yeah, the, the beer is, is really easy good. to find and cheaper than it is at Coors Field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and better, and there's cheaper. better shit. You can yeah, buy yeah. a lot different, a lot more I, stuff. And I was walking out. I was getting ready to leave. It was like near the end. We're just going to get out of there. And I'm, I'm like waiting for my kids to come out of the bathroom. We're walking out. Who do I see? Brandon Cristal walking right oh, there. Geez. So hang out, talk to Brandon Cristal for a little bit. So. The nice, other BK. Nice. Yeah. He was, he was there. Uh, he was there doing the uh, the owners meeting thing for the NFL. But he stopped by to see a game. So, so at, so at that stadium because that's the uh, Diamondback Stadium. It is there too. Do, yeah. do, do you? Does it feel like? You know, you're a Jets fan inside Giants Stadium. No, no, it's, it's it? shared nicely. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see. Like, I could see the Diamondbacks kind of store over on the side, but it wasn't prominent. I mean, but they're really the home team. No, no. no. Well, it's no. their town. It's, it's, uh, that doesn't matter there. There yeah. are more Giants fans than anybody. In that town, yeah, there are. When you go around, I've noticed this going around to the restaurants, like like in Tempe, they've got Giants restaurants. Yeah, yeah, the Giants are huge there. I think because they've been around for a long time, they've got a a stadium down at Camelback. I think is the is the. I've been there too. Yeah, yeah, and and it's nice, but I think they've been around for a little. And it's right downtown Scottsdale, right downtown. Isn't that weird though? Because so you've got a major league team in Phoenix, and then they 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 are playing just. 15 minutes outside there that's where they're that's yeah. where their thing yeah. and you think like because like you know okay the mets go down to what florida or whatever well you that's think, quite a distance you would think they would make the arizona teams go to florida they and the florida s- teams go to arizona yeah because the florida teams probably probably sense. practice somewhere around there it seems like you want to get away go yeah. somewhere else i have my main question for you though john when you were in phoenix um and you were watching sports at night please tell me how was it I did not watch sports. You did not watch Soisher? I forgot about it. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know. I was, I was going to get a picture of him with me. Uh, you know, I was going to do a, a selfie with me and Soisher on the screen. Um, I forgot because we were watching like movies and stuff. If the TV was on, we were watching some bullshit. And I forgot. And I wouldn't even know what the local channels were anyway. So I did not do it. Um, 
I probably should have. You're right. I thought about it later, and I thought, ah, damn. Yeah. Walking, some walking, bullshit. Watching some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it's true. Walking yeah. into Salt, Salt River Fields the first time I went in, I had like one of the most religious experiences mm-hmm. I've ever had. I just, I couldn't fucking believe I was finally there, and I just became overcome. I was. Just, did you God, fall down? Did you awesome. speak in tongues? I did... no, no, I didn't. But I, I got, I got a little weepy standing in line to get in. I, was just, like, I can't fucking believe this. This no, is it's, so it's, cool. It's, it's I was there nice. with my son, and we were, we were, we, it was awesome. It yeah, was I liked a beautiful it. it was day. Good. But you know what? Uh, the people. Are, okay, so if you're if you're eating peanuts or whatever, like you you crack it and you just toss it under your seat. Sure, right? sure, right? Yeah. yeah. These pigs, these pig people the, these. that I was sitting in front of, they just were they were eating. They ate the whole time. They didn't stop eating. They were just grazing the whole time. And they ate peanuts, and they just they just were dropping them everywhere. So they were going every, they were going all over the place. And I was like, etiquette usually demands that you just toss it under your seat, which has a, like a like a like a half foot barrier. And it stays under there, and they can sweep it up. They threw them everywhere. They went all over the place. I mean, to the point where I was like, "Should I say something?" Because they're just there was just peanut <laughs> shells going everywhere. Is, this, is and there I thought, a rule for this? Is this what they do down there? I just didn't understand because that doesn't happen up on the club level. When, when you were there, was, <laughs> when, was there a guy who went mm, lemonade like your grandma made I lemonade? Maybe I don't know. I didn't really notice that, but uh, that was just one guy. You could hear him from across the fucking ballpark. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, very cool though, but um, it's good. It's good to have it uh, have it back here in the uh, the friendly confines of Coors Field, which is uh, which is still a very nice park. Which is now what the third oldest park, the third oldest in the National League. That's just Stupid. National League. Yeah, just National in the National League. League. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 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 just National League. They don't count like some of the ones that have just been kind of like revitalized, whatever the word, renovated. Oh, you know, that have so same Bo- basic structure. Boston still counts, I think, as older than. Yeah, even Fenway they, Park. Is yeah, older, they added sure. those seats out. There over the monster like that, you know. Some there was a whole debate about whether or not that counted. Well, that that's minor. Like if you do something like like what Soldier Field did, you know, like they put a stadium inside of a stadium, like that's different. (laughs) Um, But no, it's uh, yeah, Fenway. uh, uh, Well, that's uh, Fenway Wrigley. If you you don't if you don't change Um, the footprint of the arena, of course, yeah. And the Dodgers, Chavez. Although Ravine. the Dodgers is older than Coors Field, yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah. th- I didn't think about but it. But it's just Fenway and and Dodger Stadium at Chavez Ravine, and then Coors. Cause the Wrigley, 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 Wrigley. Wrigley. Yeah, damn it. Well, because because <laughs> because think about it. Because remember they started building that kind of stadium, and uh, and Camden was the was Camden the, was the very first, the first of, of the retro vintage. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the new Comiskey was the last of the piece of crap. Stadium. That was a piece. That was a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. yeah. And, but that's older. That's older yeah. than that's older than uh, Coors. Field. Even um, uh, Tampa Bay Stadium, that's older than Coors Field. Yeah, um, that was a dump that was, too, right? Total yeah. dump. Yep. Total. I've been dump. to a game there. It's horrible. Although they oh. have they have new uh, new turf this year. Um, the old turf looked like like two to three day old guacamole. It looked yeah. just oh, yeah. horrible. Yeah. And they so put new turf in bodies and, it, and, and, under it's, there. <laughs> and it's changed that place dramatically. Um, um, interesting. But, but Coors Field's held up fantastic. It still looks Gorgeous. fresh and new. Well, yeah. and you know, okay, right between uh, the uh, Irish Bar and Jackson's, there's that parking sure. lot. I think we've seen people down there smoking weed before. I have. I have. Yes. Okay, yes. In that parking I have lot. seen people um, there. Yes. Um, that parking lot, what? the city of Denver had to give that to the Monfords. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they had that, to yeah. give that to the Monfords. So apparently that was city property. 
and they've now given it to the Monfords. So God knows where those people are going to park because the Monfords are going to build something there that's baseball related, quote unquote, and family so friendly or slaughter. Maybe it'll be a. So where are those people going to smoke weed now, Colin? I don't know. I think you and I have a game coming up this summer to go to third level. Where in Denver will anyone find a place? (laughs) This is is a problem. We we need to get our best minds on this right now. So to figure this out, I have no idea where people are going to do that. Wow. Yeah. They they got a they got a sweet deal on that. But you know what? That's okay. I think I think Coors Field has done its uh, its fair share to revitalize the city. And uh, And can you think of a better example? You know, and I think this is actually a really fantastic topic. And you know, we're running out of topics in the sports world these days. But this this is a good one. And I and I've talked to people about this. People like my liberal friends. Um, who are totally opposed to municipalities ponying up oh, for snowflakes. I know, right? <laughs> um, the, the Coors Field is the greatest example I can yes. think of in the nation of a revitalization sparked by taxpayers' dollars building a stadium. We have gotten paid back hundreds and thousands full. Absolutely, yeah, because what it did, because I remember when they were... We used to go down there to do heroin and paint graffiti. Yeah, because remember <laughs> when they built it, and I remember, like, because I used to have to, we used to park for, for work, and we'd park there and watch them, like, you know, the cranes and stuff when they're building it, and that was just a shithole, and there was nothing there. And as soon as that went in, and I and I've told this before, a buddy of mine he worked at a at a, um, a restaurant there, and um, it was a it was a pretty busy restaurant on the weekends and stuff. And I remember going like, "Oh man, what are you what are you gonna do when you know when when baseball season's over?" You know, I was like, "Like what's going on? Are you gonna have a job?" Because I was concerned that it was like nothing was gonna happen. And it's like. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Because of that stadium, because of what it created around it, it's it's. Oh, all, it's and those are, there are go. concentric circles. Absolutely. That, honestly, to God, go clear the fuck down to Highlands Ranch. We were just talking about how many people are suddenly coming here. Like I know, I sell you know I sell high ticket items, a couple three three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars. Most of the people that I sell them to are giving me. Non three hundred three and seven two zero area codes. Oh, right. That, as make, I ring them make up, sure, make sure you keep track of those people. We want to track. Them. <laughs> yeah, they're track. all. They're coming they might here just from be everywhere. In state for and, weed. And, and honest to God, that the fact that Denver is as hot as it is, all started at twentieth and fucking Blake. Granted, we got to take a break. Get in the fourth, but I will say that it may have happened after the fact because of weed. But that certainly helped things out twenty years ago. It might, it might, it might have been happening Logo now. Anyway, a lot of factors coming. A lot together. of factors, but that yeah. certainly kicked it off. Absolutely. So, so we love Absolutely. you, Coors Field. We love we, you, Coors Field. I hope you never it's get knocked down. Hey, I got a treat for you right here, okay. John. You know what it is? It's a little Rockies Town music. Oh, I love mm. it. Because I know this is kind of inspired Sail, Rockies Town. Sail Brown Bay to Rockies Town. Sail Brown Bay. Let's let's sing yeah. this. Let's sing this to ourselves while we go into the fourth quarter right now. I couldn't tell.
know this? Uh, no. I'm scared. Yeah. This is Jack White's new song oh. that's made specifically for sports stadiums. Oh. Like he's trying to start an anthem. I, he I, did that once I, already, but on accident. On accident. Yeah, yeah. This is on purpose. Yeah, okay. I think about that. Like, why does it say right natural? It sounds a little uh, like like little uh, like Billy Corgan riffs right there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like zero or something. But people have tried and it hasn't worked. There's, so, uh, you just, it's called there, Battle Cry. I just released it. There's um, you hear people try that. Um, I dropped Pink Murphy's wrote a, It's funny they like wrote a song on the new, on their newest album and it was supposed to be kind of like. To, to be that kind of arena rock and, thing. And, and, right, right. But then there's another song that actually you could use Became, that's, that's better. Yeah, yeah. You could um, honestly use almost any Dropkick Murphy yeah. song as a pretty badass. We were, Nelly did a song called Not In My House. <laughs> and, and you could tell he wrote it for the NBA. Like, yeah. Well, Drake wrote that song about the rings. And, and I heard it and I was like, this is written specifically for people who win a championship. And it like, it's not, it's not very good. And I thought... What a what a pandering thing! It's like let right. me write this thing, and then everyone's going to use it when they get their championship. You know, ring. you've made it when your target demographic is guys who've won championship <laughs> rings in professional yeah, sports, rich athletes, <laughs> yeah, who've, who've reached the pinnacle of their careers. Yeah, uh, we were talking about. Uh, we just mentioned Radiohead um, uh, briefly while we were while we were in the break. Uh, a polarizing topic. Let me just say, Radiohead is, and um, because everyone, not everybody loved Radiohead. Uh, no, that's not true. Not everyone loves Radiohead. A lot Where of people do not. Those, you know people? who loves Radiohead? Who? Patriots fans. Really? Oh, I, see, I think now so. you've got me so. on the opposite wow. side of this thing. See, I did, I thought I was all in on Radiohead. Now I'm. Uh, no, maybe no, that was just no, Matt Damon or Ben Affleck. It's fine. You should yeah. be. Here's the problem. See, either people hate Radiohead, uh, or or they're they're like, I like Radiohead. Or they fucking love Radiohead to the point where like they'll stab you if you if you say anything uh, sideways about Radiohead. Oh, so no. I'm that third person. Are you okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's why I want to ask you. So you were talking about what Kid A? You were talking about Kid yeah. A, right? So Kid A is that your favorite Radiohead album? That's one of my top five albums, okay. probably of all time. Okay. And I of take all, that well, shit good, way more seriously. No, you're right. No, that's should. that's a, that's yeah. a great album. That's yeah. that's one of their best, I think. Yeah. So um, I've had a th- I wrote a thing a long time ago. I just I just decided to put it on the old South Stand site, and um, I just was talking about Radiohead and how uh, you know everyone fucking loves them, um, and and you. They, they, it was one of those bands that I think went along for a while and everyone just kind of, it's like Kanye West. They kind of just were like, oh no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's like, well, is it really? Have you listened to it lately? It's not that brilliant. It's not, it, it, they seem to have kind of hit a, hit kind of a, um, like a groove and they haven't gotten out of it. Yeah. They had a critical peak in the OK Computer Kid A Amnesiac. Absolutely. And then now, yeah. and then this is what's funny because there's a, there's a guy who I, who I listen to for fantasy advice, Chris Towers, a uh, CBS guy, really good, knows, knows a lot of shit about baseball. Um, he'll occasionally tweet about music. He said, Hail to the Thief is their best album. And I said, This is, what? this is nonsense. Now. And I said, That's no. probably their worst album. If, if you, if you put all their albums together, that's probably their worst album. 
album. I it's not go, a good album. I wouldn't go there. I would say it's, anything they're doing now is their worst album. They've I will gone stand up for down, King of Limbs. Hill. I will stand up for King of Limbs. I, I thought I thought there were a couple of tracks on that record that that were really trying to to challenge kind of their own concept of who they were. That they, they were still musically interesting. So so I dug that. I know they did another one after King of Limbs that that I that, that didn't work quite as well for me. But Pablo Honey is their worst album, isn't it? <laughs> isn't Pablo Honey just kind of their pop album? Well, they're like okay well let's 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 like let's take that as like your um let's say the first the first column you wrote right yeah the first column you wrote you're like oh you know whatever it's probably not my best exactly work, right. you know exactly. uh if you had your best work right when you started then that's not going to be that's not that's right. just a downhill from there every musician will tell you that their best song is the one that they finished most recently there you go exactly they will yeah. always tell you yeah that. radiohead thinks whatever album that we can't think of the name of um is, the, is <laughs> right. their best work right. um pablo honey's not great but no. i i hate hail to the thief i think it's fucking awful i think it's a terrible record yeah i don't even really know it, it. i'd have I know to look it. at the tracks again I, I i can't hate radiohead if for only the reason because there's so much music out there that takes no chances Absolutely, and in, and, and, and every I like it Radiohead album, good or bad, love it or hate it, every Radiohead album takes chances. It's absolutely. But, but are they taking the same chance they took before at this point in time? You know I, what I, mean? I, I think these last two probably, Man. but I, I think it's almost like you know, it's kind of like the, if we uh, make a sports analogy, right? It's kind of like the New England Patriots. At first, it was like wild and wacky, like Tom Brady over Drew Bledsoe. This is crazy, <laughs> you know. And now it's like, well, of course you would play Tom Brady well, over Drew Bledsoe, but it's high sacrilege because even when I mentioned that, when I had, I just, I said. To, to Chris Towers, who doesn't know me at all, I said, I said, no, I said, come on, you're fucking, not, yeah, you don't know, no, no. I had people like they read his timeline and came at me because they because they had to they had to defend Hail to the Thief, big like, into Hail to the oh, Thief. Oh yeah, there, people will fucking go out of their way to like to like defend Radiohead, and it's a very but, it's a weird cult. Pe- people have passion there. People have a lot of passion, yeah. and I love radio. I was very into Radiohead. Until Hail to the Thief. And then after that, In Rainbows is a good album. I like that. But um, yeah, for some reason, that one just, I just go, oh, this is a pile of shit. Um, the rest of it's great. Great band. Um, if you ever if you ever get a chance, listen to Radiohead doing a cover of um, uh, New Order Ceremony, which is, sure. which is Joy Division Ceremony. That is fantastic. It's just them in the studio just ripping it up. It's awesome. Which reminds me, Scott, are you going to go see um, uh, Peter Hook with me? The Joy Division um, New Order. No, it's, it's uh, no. You my daughter has. Can't, okay, has, has, has I'm just checking again. It was just like checking. what, like April uh, 29th or something, something like that. Something like that. Twenty yeah, fourth. Yeah. So 24th, anyway, yeah. well, that's our Radiohead segment, folks. I just hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kathy Saban's on Instagram now, and she just posted a photo of herself with her husband. It's uh, the last thing I wanted to see. Not, that's not going to uh, get clicks. It's not going to. That's not going to get likes. You want to see your backyard. Yeah, that's not going to get likes on there. So, um, real quick, um, the, the, uh, the, I wanted to talk real fast about um, just everyone's – whoa, hey. hey. Everyone's talked it to death because it happened a while ago. But, Colin, you're really disappointed about Tony Romo retiring. No, no I was. That was a really bum, real bummer for me. Who? I mean, I was yeah. convinced that, that he was coming here. I really thought and, – and my thinking that Tony Romo was coming here dates back to when he first – got healthy and was still not put back 
under center for the Cowboys. I sure, thought, you did. You I did thought say at the that. time. I mean, I think I was one of the very first Denver people who say random shit on the internet to say I think Tony Romo would be a nice fit in Denver. So that was a bummer. But even more of a bummer was knowing that. Uh, he would have chosen the Texans over the Yeah, Broncos. that's that's a bit of a that's bummer. A, and and well, you know what's what's crazy is most national pundits would have done the same. Like people who looked at the situation in, in Houston and looked at the situation in Denver felt like the Houston Texans were a better opportunity. And I think as Broncos fans, that should worry us. And I think there's a lot of reason to be worried about the Broncos moving forward. But I did have access to a juicy rumor this week okay very exciting a friend of ours a mutual friend of ours who likes whiskey mm-hmm. yes I think um, I know you're talking and about. who has a very Ooh. good buddy who has a prominent role with the team yeah i have no idea who you're talking about yeah i like no. these dots no I, I like this, no this is political um, intrigue yeah. we'll see no, if we can get I sean spicer to the bottom me, of this i know exactly um, what he's talking about negotiations <laughs> are ripe with the houston with the uh, cleveland browns for one left tackle joe thomas uh, thank fucking god i hope that happens so apparently <laughs> they the, are hot and heavy there are exchanges of draft picks involved. There cool. are players moving moving pieces, but uh, <clears throat> apparently part of the reason the Broncos wanted to keep salary cap open is just in case they're able to make this. This doesn't involve some sort of one-man clown show, does it? Um, um, is there a juggle on the Broncos I don't know about? I, I hope that happens and um, because I think that will that will make everybody feel better and their their clown show of a quarterback situation will will seem to uh, be a little bit better. I have a bet going with Captain Bronco. At first when I made the bet, I thought he meant that the Broncos were going to win the AFC. So I said, yeah, I'll make that bet. But he meant AFC West. And I was like, like, no chance. And I was like, ah, okay. So I said, I'll take that bet. Yeah, so I would take your side of that bet. If I lose, I have to wait. I just have to wear a shirt that says Captain Bronco was right. I don't have to drink my urine or anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> that would be you know. weird. So yeah, that, that would be weird. Um, so I had that bet. He's going to – He's going to. He wasn't that bad, John. It wasn't. I understand. Yeah, it's, I understand. I was here. I remember. Uh, so, but anyway, so uh, we got plenty of time to talk Broncos. We're, we're you know, we're, we got other, we got other sports to be talking about. But I believe you have a new, uh, a new, uh, new thing to – Yeah, uh, I got a new cover. segment, uh, you know, inspired by our uh, White House press secretary, Sean Spicer. Spicy. Spicy. The Spice Man. Spice Man. We have a new segment called Not Even Hitler. Not Even Hitler. It goes something like this. Not Even Hitler would drop two out of three at home to the Padres. (laughs) Not Even Hitler would have put Jerry Jones in the Hall of Fame before Pat Bolin. Not Even Hitler... Retired from football instead of playing for the Broncos. Hell. Not even Hitler dry humped unwilling co eds while he was employed by a public university. <laughs> Hitler didn't do that. Vance Joseph did. Not even Hitler hit for the cycle at Coors Field. And his name is Hitler. I mean, you would think if somebody were going to, it'd be the Hitler. The Hitler. The Hitman. Hitman. Not even Hitler cheered for Russell Westbrook at Pepsi Center. Come on. Adolf the Hitman Hitler. (laughs) Um, That was uh, not even Hitler. Thanks, Spicy. Love the inspiration, baby. Thanks, Spicy. Spicy. Keep them coming. 
Yeah, Keep Spicy's them great. And like as we talked about earlier, it's like, no, don't fire him. Let him no, no. let him ride this out. Let's see how it <laughs> let's see how it goes. Cause because you know what? That dude wakes up every day and just goes, Oh, oh shit. fucking like, Jesus. Like like Colin, you know you know how it is. You wake up and you wake up and you go, Oh man, I got a uh, I got a lot of <laughs> oh, shit Jesus I gotta deal Christ. with. But think about being that guy. <laughs> Did you have you seen the Sean Spicer uh uh, schooling the elementary school kids yes, video on that, Colbert. That was Colbert. Oh, yeah. it's great. Oh, no, I haven't it's seen great. It. You should Google that one because uh, it's pretty it's, spicy. It's it, it's spicy as an elementary school teacher. Okay. And it's great. There's an old Louis C.K. joke about working in like baggage discovery at at, at an airport. Just like you're just going to catch shit all day. Just people like, yelling at you. Yeah, like I and I imagine Sean Spicer just in his job just going to another pack of 40 people who just think everything I say is bullshit. Because... Yeah, I'm going to sort through these lies today. <laughs> yeah. I have to deal with like construction companies sometimes and like there's always horrible things going on and I just imagine those guys are just all they got is just people in their fucking grill just yelling at them fucking uh, you know get, what the fuck why isn't this why isn't this happening and I still don't think that's as bad as what Spicy's got to do no, with, so. the Boston Globe as we discussed before before the show started the Boston Globe has an entire segment on their website called Trump Today yeah, it's, it's like that you could have an entire newsletter dedicated. <laughs> well, that is the new greeting I have with my wife now is when I call her. I say, hey, do you hear what Trump did today? <laughs> That's what it is. It's not like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, I, you know what? I try not to bring it up because like, I just I, I don't want to get into the conversation because I see it all day and I'm like, oh, God, this is awful. And then then I don't want to bring it up to anyone else because then I just don't want to get into it. I don't even want, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Guess what? It's too much. Guess it's what? Too much. It's too much. Guess what, you guys? What? Guess what? what? Chicken butt? I saw Dick Martinford in the pissers on the first I level hey. nice, nice. of Coors Field on at opening day. Is he cut? He was. I didn't look at his cock. Uh-huh. I did stand next to him though, and it was really fucking weird. It was like, shouldn't you be using the gilded golden toilets upstairs? That's, you know what? He's a man of the people. I respect yeah, that. Yeah. I he think. was. He was a man of the people standing in line for the pisser. And what was really remarkable about the whole thing to me was how few people gave him any guff. Or said anything to him. Well, everyone knew. Everyone I, knew. Yeah. Everyone was giving knowing glances at each other, but <laughs> just kind of letting him be. Was he at the when they played in Milwaukee? Was he there, sitting in the front row? Yeah. Okay, because it looked. I was like, that is that Dick Monfort sitting there? He's just yeah. hanging out. Okay, that was I him? saw. I saw one of the two of them. I actually think I saw Charlie Monfort, which is even rarer. That's weird. Yeah, in Grand Junction oh, of all places. That's where they put him. Yeah, uh, you're so wondering that- he, away from view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and it was the same thing where you're having this no one lo- knowing looks. You're looking around at other fans like, do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? And people are like, no, dude, I have no idea who that is. Like, <laughs> he owns all of this. Yeah. He owns the thing in Denver. He owns yeah. all the people. and uh, He's worth yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah, a billion. My, my son's uh, Little League team, he plays against Charlie's kids. Little okay. League team all the time. No and, and way. I, yeah, man. And I, I'll just Lord. look over, and there, there's there's Charlie with his arms crossed and his <laughs> in his Rockies jacket. So, Colin, you also saw some other uh, some other local celebs while you. I were did. I did. It was, it, and it was interesting too that that uh, the there were there were people I saw I met with credentials around their necks. Uh, Mr. Nate Kreckman, when Nate Kreckman was there, oh, someone with credentials Nate around his neck. Credentials. To um, and uh, and uh, he was with Ryan Harris. Was he wearing a had... Chicago Cubs lanyard with the credentials? No, I, I said, I said, Nate, this isn't Wrigley. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was with Ryan Harris, his partner on air, his on air partner there. And he had nice an adult fellow. with him, yeah. 
I met Tyler Mon was there uh, with credentials on. But what was more what? interesting, Tyler. Yeah, Jesus. they let him in the building regularly. Wow, yeah, That's I can't believe shocking. it. You know. What was more interesting, though, were the people who were there without credentials on so they could drink. So you get down yeah. party. And uh, right down just to the right of where I was. And I want to say something about my seats. I bought wheelchair seats. Yeah, yeah I remember you mentioned that. I, yeah. And it was, it, I think I talked about it on, on the show last time we sat down because I had bought Did you, them at were that you point. Like, where people wheel up and you're like, out of here, wheels. <laughs> no, no, nobody uses them. They were like, they were 60% of them were empty. Wow. Even on opening day. So there's way too many of them, and that's, you know, that's code, whatever. It's cool. And I called Rocky's box office when I bought them. I was about to click purchase online. I called the box office. He said, they don't please that at all. And I was like, okay, sweet. Nice. <laughs> I'm totally handicapped then. And, uh, and so, they, but they were awesome, and they were so awesome that all these media guys were standing behind us watching the pitcher because we were right up from first base. Well, off to my right was Vic Lombardi, who mm. was sitting with Bill Hanslick and and Scott Hastings. They were just who right, was complaining right about the umpires. The they were and they were all they were all drinking and eating and cavorting with the fans and having a great time. And, um, and Scott Hastings was like, oh, these officials. The, oh, oh, my Lord. My goodness. Oh, Jesus. Can that's, Carmelo Anthony get a call out here? Is what that's, I, I, would, I would love to see that. So um, that that's, uh, sounds like you had, a, you had a great time on no, opening it, day. It, yeah, it was. Opening day was fantastic, man. That, it is, there is no equal. And, you know, I heard one of the, one of the cantankerous guys complaining on the, on the, t- on the radio um, and by the way, the morning show on the on the altitude these days, it's so good. I, I, I this is in sincere praise. It's so good that sometimes I ask whether we should bother recording the podcast because they are covering topics so fucking well and such a breadth of topics and depth of topics. Even though one of those guys is that Marilad guy. Oh yeah, yeah you and love him. He doesn't. Oh, yeah? he, he's not bad on the radio. I got to tell you, <laughs> hey. not bad. I'm not a. You know, he's he and I are not necessarily always seeing eye to eye. But uh, what a show! It's a great show. And listening, the fact that those guys, you know, sat down and uh, and and drank beers with the fans and watched the game from regular seats where they paid for tickets, I thought was kind of neat. That's cool. You like to cool. like to get that perspective of it. Um, we got to get out of here. Uh, we we did your Hitler thing. I remember. And uh, so that was, <laughs> thanks. That was good thanks stuff. for entertaining me. Guys. Uh, it was good stuff. Um, um, so uh, let, let's. What else we got? Because I want to. I want Drew to just kind of give us maybe peer into the crystal ball mm. and uh, accurately predict the uh, the rest of the season for the Rockies and um, and and how is it going to go Drew is it going to be a a roller coaster up and down of emotions where you're getting uh, people uh, yelling at you on Twitter and then simultaneously um, you know uh, praising and and loving the Rockies or is it going to be is it going to be smooth sailing from here on out it's going to be the roller coaster it's absolutely going to be the roller coaster but i think they're going to end on the high i think they're going to win 85 86 games i think they're going to be right in there for the wild card spot i think you know there are going to be some downtimes like there were this series against the padres because they're so young but man i i think this team 
I think this team has the talent. If you look at just the the Denver Broncos for the Super Bowl that they had against the Seattle Seahawks, you might go, what a joke of a football team. They don't belong in the postseason. They don't belong with a team like that, and I totally understand it. And if you look at this Rockies team in the series they just played against the Padres, you could say the exact same thing. They don't belong in the postseason of Major League Baseball, but all I have to do in my job is evaluate talent. Step back for a second. Look at how good are the guys who are taking the field every day and the guys who are taking the field every day are very very good this is the best team the rockies have had since 2009 when they won 92 games i think it was 92 games (laughs) something like that uh and and i think this team has every ability to get themselves into the postseason oh it's so nice to hear you say that because I know you're watching a lot of games, and, I, and you know what? You get nervous. And I picked them to win 77 games last year. I'm not prone to just say, this what? team's going you know everywhere. And you know what I think is important is that there's never been a time, I don't think in Denver sports, within the last decade, when we've needed the Rockies more. We do we do need them. Right. You're absolutely right. But I, I think you're right. They This is the most talent they've had. I mean, look at everybody, uh, positionally, pitchers, stocked with talent. If they can, if they can somehow kind of figure out how to not um, forget they have talent <laughs> here right. and there, that, and that, more might, talent, that might be good. There's more talent coming. Desmond is coming. Dolls coming. It's um, I've I've got hope. Reinforce. You're, you're a happy season ticket holder. I, I look, I I look at it now, and you're mentioning you're mentioning Joe Thomas for the Broncos, and I was thinking he's playing for the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, at minimum, are four years away from contending for sure. So, okay, maybe, maybe three, maybe three, um, because they're just awful. They've got, they've got tons of shit to improve on. That guy's going to be three, four years older by that time. He's going to be past his prime. Why not play for a team that is, is, is good now and can use him and actually will be better with him. And I think about the Rockies and I think all these guys are fucking young and good and they're, they're ready to strike. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Obviously there's things they gotta they gotta fill some holes here and there but um it's it could be on you know it could be on i mean i you know granted you watch you watch like last year's postseason those those teams were good and i i think they're they're not obviously gonna you know go to the world series and win uh necessarily but they're they're they might they're, they're getting there they but might you, you know, know you know who recognizes talent is other high-end baseball players and greg holland one of the best closers in the last five years of this league, and Ian Desmond, a two, another two-time All-Star, they don't sign with the Colorado Rockies if they think, oh, this is a team that's still on the rebound. Those yes. are not the kinds of guys who come into this club unless they think we might be the final piece for this team contending for a postseason spot. That's, that's a great example. And and you look at the Avs, um, the, 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 the national champion uh, DU Pioneers, Will Butcher's defenseman, I think he won the Hobie Baker Award, um, right. as prospect, he's going to think about it. He's going to think about it. They're, they 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 got to talk about signing him. He's he's going to take some time to think about. It. He's not like, oh yeah, let let me let me get on the NHL. He's yeah, he's going to take his time. That shows you where somebody like that is going to be like, eh, maybe I don't want to. Col- so, college is awesome though. Well, no, but what but what <laughs> I'll say, no, what I'm, no, what I'm everywhere. saying is, he's a, he's he can be a, a he can be a free agent, so he can go anywhere yeah, okay. that wants him, right? So he could say, hey, if the Blackhawks want me, I'm going to go play for a good team. He's thinking about it. My point is, these guys decided to come here because they're like, okay, I want to I want to do this. They want to be here. 
Will Butcher's like, eh, I don't think I'll I'll just wait. I'll just sleep maybe. on that. So, yeah, yeah, maybe. So that tells you between the two teams what's going on. So it, on that note, and I know we got to get out of here, but. <laughs> Why the why why why, why? is DU hockey not a bigger deal? Because it is that's it's a, big a big deal. deal. No, it's it, a big why deal. isn't it a bigger deal though? I mean, like CU basketball is a bigger deal. Um, well, college basketball is a much bigger draw than college hockey. It's just that simple. If C- but we have a champion in town. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh. Boulder is light it's, years away. R- real quick, it's because college football, college basketball are the top of the heap. Yeah, college baseball means nothing. College hockey means nothing. It it college it college hockey means a lot more than college baseball does, and it's it's a big deal that they're national champions. But you're right, it's not. It's not like if CU got to the um, got to the final four, where that would be a huge fucking. But what, deal. what's a bigger deal? Like, let's say uh, women's NCAA champion or the men's college hockey champion. Um, this is for you, actually. I don't know. Um, I would say that I I would almost say that the women, if the women's let's say the it women's CU team won the national championship, I think it'd be a bigger I, deal. I guess it comes down to like the farm systems, right? Because I mean, baseball and hockey have these, you know. Farm systems where where basketball and football really don't. I know there's a D league and whatever but, they call by it. By all accounts, college hockey is very exciting. Right? Well, and the guys. Well, I'm not that, saying it's not. The guys that bring it in at DU are from Saskatchewan and et cetera. No, et cetera. not necessarily. No, don't, there's not, no Colorado kids in there. No, not necessarily. I think I think there's um yeah there's some Canadians, but I don't know where these this current crop of guys is from. But uh, DU is a semi pro. Paul team. Paul Stasny played for DU, um, and I think he grew up in I think he grew up in Saint Mark Louis. Mark Rycroft played yeah, for so, DU. I mean, you know, it just depends. Um, there, there's all. Then his dad came from Eastern European. Hey, we could go on and on all night about <sighs> DU hockey. Uh, but that's amateur sports. We don't cover amateur sports here. So, but uh, obviously, prospects are important. You got to pay attention to the prospects, right? Um, the the Rockies prospects are always always intriguing. I, I mean, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, when people ask me when when did you start to think this 2017 team can be good, and and people laugh at me when I say it. I say the first time I saw John Gray pitch in 2013. That's when I knew this 2017 team could be good, when I knew he had it. And and if you don't think John, as we like to call him, the Wolf of Blake Street yeah, Gray, yeah, yeah. Uh, played People start role. howling when he strikes somebody out, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm never going to go to a game. I'm going to start it's, howling. You know, yeah, me too. I'm I think yeah. we're trying to pressure the, the, the PR guys to put that on the, the oh. system over. Come on, he's yeah. striking guys. Hell yeah. yeah it's I, awesome. I was there for the 16 strikeout game against the Padres. You didn't. You hadn't felt electricity at Coors Field in an August or September game like that since 2009, and, and and the kid's the real deal. And if you and John Gray is a big reason why Greg Holland is here, and Ian Desmond here is here, and Bud Black is here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and these yeah, guys, yeah. and Tyler Anderson's right in there with them. Is so. Bud Black the real deal? Are we set? I yeah. Think, I, yeah. Seems to be. Just imagine when you have that kid, Riley Pint, you know, who's throwing yeah. consistently over 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Consistently. I watched him. That's I insane. stood behind a guy, a scout, with a radar gun on Riley Pint at this spring training, and it was 100, 101, 99, 102, 99, 100. It's You're awesome. just shaking your head. I was, I was talking to some guys, and they were saying, is Pint still pitching? I said, I don't know. He might be warming up right now. And behind me, I heard the glove pop. And I went, yep, that's him. It's amazing. Just bang. It's I don't know amazing. if I asked pop. you. I might have asked you. I don't know if it was, uh, if it was Shapiro, but um, he's probably three years away, right? Two. 
two years away. I think but, he's, he's bumped himself up a year. But like, is is that like a guy that's just going to blow his freaking arm out before he even gets to that point? They all do. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, but people were asking me about Gray. Yeah, two years same thing. ago, and and they've the Rockies. They haven't gotten any credit for this yet because it has to play out at the major league level before you get credit for this kind sure. of development. But they've worked with John Gray. Actually, they've taken a couple of miles an hour off of his fastball to give him a more consistent location delivery. They they did the same thing with Carlos Estevez. They they they've done it with a couple of these guys. Actually, way back in the day, they did it with Jorge De La Rosa, and we know how that turned out. Mark Wiley and some of these guys, they're very smart, but like. I think we'll by the time he gets to the big leagues, we'll see Riley Pine at ninety eight, ninety nine, uh, not one oh two. Not just flame throwing no, no. it. Well, it could be like Nolan Ryan going going deep into a career. If Who you knows? can sit on ninety nine, you're gonna have yourself a nice <laughs> yeah, so you, know, you, right. you mentioned something that, that's uh, what yeah. the Rockies did with John Gray, like when they were holding him to like, you know, fifty pitches and it was yeah. insanely frustrating. Um yeah. but they did that to to help preserve his career and make him a better pitcher in the future. That's pretty awesome that they did that to a guy. Because uh, look, look at like an example like the NFL. If you oh, had a good running back, you would yeah. run him into the ground, and right. he's done in a season. Oh yeah, so absolutely. That's how it goes. So that, it's so well, Rockies I, are doing good stuff. I, I think they're on the right path. So um, it's good stuff. We got it. We got to go. We're we're past time, but this was good. Um, Drew is great having you in here for the first time. Absolutely, you pop my cherry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gross Thanks, guys. Um, why don't you Why don't you try to come back? Maybe this uh, you know in a couple months and uh, see how things are going. Yeah, we can, we can hold yeah, you, you accountable. Been, you, you've been a hell of a guest, buddy. Tell everybody where to find. Yeah, you. absolutely. Hey, I'm at BSN Denver. I'm at Drew Creaseman. Follow our buddy at Chapalicious. We've talked about him enough on the podcast. I may as well throw him out there. But you know, BSN Denver, BSN Rockies. Thank you, guys. South Stand. And, you know, uh, I've, I've been a long time, long time listener, first time guest. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> uh, I love this show. You guys are the best. Good, man. Thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. Very excited about the, uh, the upcoming season. I hope it, uh, hope it goes, I hope it goes decent. That's all I can ask for. So, Hey, uh, until next time, uh, maybe we'll get a video show going for you when we, uh, when we come back, maybe Pern will get his camera fixed and we'll, uh, have a little video show. You can look at our beautiful faces. And all the beers. Everyone wanted to know all the beers you were drinking, Colin. Looked like you were drinking three different beers. I did. I yeah. tried three times. <laughs> it's awesome. So, uh, cool. Uh, this has been fun. We'll get back to you very soon. Uh, it's been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you, Denver! trails to you until we meet again happy trails to you keep smiling until then who cares about the crowds when we're together just sing a song and Happy trip.